Today on the newscast, is Israel moving closer to a strike on Iran's nuclear facilities? Get my take coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Some major news on the Israeli military front this week. Israeli media outlets are reporting that the Israel Defense Forces have requested an increase in military funding from the new Israeli government in preparation for a possible military strike against Iran's nuclear program. That's number one. Number two, Israel's Defense Minister Benny Gantz the former chief of staff for the Israel Defense Forces, gave a speech this week in which he said, and he implored, I should say, the new Israeli government led by Naftali Bennett to assist the Israel Defense Forces in maintaining military superiority in the region. Gantz specifically called out the looming threat of Iran's nuclear weapons program and said, look, we need to be able to counter a nuclear Iran and prevent a nuclear Iran under any circumstances. A third nugget to keep in mind this week, right here on U.S. soil, an Iranian-American journalist living in New York City was targeted in a plot devised by the Iranian regime. Basically, Iranian agents planned to kidnap this U.S. citizen on American soil and bring her back to Iran, and God knows what would have happened to her there jailed, tortured, killed, God forbid, but that was the plan devised by the Iranian regime, again, on U.S. soil. So some major developments going on right now vis-a-vis that Iran threat. I talked about all of this yesterday on a live stream right here uh, on the Watchman Newscast on our YouTube channel. We do these live streams, folks, every two weeks or so. I encourage you to join They are one hour long. It's a give and take. You bring your questions and I answer them. It's a lot of fun and it is really, we get really in-depth in the live stream. Again, it is an hour long. Here's a chunk from yesterday's live stream talking about Iran's nuclear weapons program and even more importantly, how Israel, under no circumstances, will allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. Take a look. Because as all of this is going on, and I'm talking about kidnapping plots of U.S. citizens on U.S. soil, I'm talking about Iran instigating a war between Hamas and Israel back in May with Iran pushing the agenda and Hamas thanking Iran afterwards for its support. I'm talking about Iranian-backed Shia militias bombarding U.S. personnel, U.S. soldiers in Iraq on a practically daily basis with rockets and attack drones. So... All of that is going on, yet the Biden White House still is at the negotiating table with the Iranian regime, negotiating indirectly with the regime in Vienna, Austria, as we speak. What will it take for the Biden administration to walk away from these nuclear talks with the Iranian regime? You're trying to kill our soldiers in Iraq. You just started a major war in the Middle East. Uh, You're plotting to kill, kidnap U.S. citizens on American soil. When does the Biden White House say enough is enough and we're walking away and we're done with trying to reenter this disastrous Iran nuclear deal? Folks, I don't think they're going to do that because they are hell bent on reentering that disastrous, insane deal. They called this plot to kidnap the U.S. citizen despicable and said all the right things. And yet still, 
They are there in Vienna right now looking to give away the farm, looking to award the Iranian regime for bad behavior and reward the regime with billions of dollars potentially in sanctions relief, basically throwing the Iranian mullahs a lifeline. Hey, they're on the ropes right now. Their backs were against the wall under President Trump, who enforced tough sanctions that work, who took out Qasem Soleimani, the Iranian terror master. All of that is happening. And it pushes the Iranian regime further into a corner. And then along comes the Biden administration with a lifeline and says, hey, we want to get back in the deal and give you billions of dollars in sanctions relief. Iran's feeling pretty good about itself right now, right? So upside down thinking in the foreign policy realm. I did an interview today uh, on Iraqi TV. It was interesting. I had someone translating when I spoke. uh, And the host continued to ask me, about the possibility of Iran acquiring nuclear weapons and will Israel allow them? And I said several times, no, Israel will not allow them. And he said, what about the, he asked me, what about the Biden White House? President Biden said recently on his watch, Iran will not go nuclear. Well, guess what? He may actually be right because if the U.S. enter through no good deed of his own, he may end up being right. Let me make that clear. Because if the U.S. reenters that disastrous Iran nuclear deal, folks, remember, there's the sunset clause in the deal. What does that mean? Well, when the sun sets, when the deal ends, the deal's over. Once the deal ends, whether it's five years from now, 10 years from now, Iran's free to do whatever it wants. Now, by that time, Biden will be out of office. So yeah, Joe, you kick the can down the road, potentially. Yeah, not on your watch, but on the next president's watch, because you kicked the can down the road. You gift-wrapped this deal to the Iranian regime. You gave them all the leverage when we really, in America, have all the leverage with the Iranian regime. So yeah, in a roundabout way, perhaps they didn't go nuclear on your watch, but really they did because you guaranteed an Iranian bomb because you signed this disastrous Iran deal. That's hypothetical. And I made this point today on Iraqi TV because if this deal happens, Israel will be even more, I don't know if the word's inspired, but motivated to strike Iran's nuclear facilities. Today, we just have reports out of Israeli media that Israel is looking to expand its military budget in particular for a potential strike against Iran's nuclear facilities. But you can trust what Israeli leaders are saying about Iran going nuclear. And how do you know that? Because no matter where they are on the political spectrum, generally they all agree on this. It's not just the former prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, it's the new prime minister, Naftali Bennett, it's other political figures in Israel, Lapid, Gantz, all of them are saying no nuclear Iran, we can't live with it. It's an existential threat for the state of Israel. And they're right. What does that mean? Israel will not allow Iran to acquire the bomb under any circumstances, folks. And this Iranian nuclear deal guarantees that Iran will get the bomb. Oh, it might head it off for a few years. Iran might slow down their activities and and downscale a little bit for eight to 10 years. But then the sun sets and the deal's over. And according to recent reports, Iran may be just a few months from breaking out and having the bomb. Hey, folks, the Iranian regime is in no rush here. They're not in a hurry. 
they'll wait. They're playing the long game. They'll wait 20, 30 years if they have to to get the bomb. But I can tell you that Israel will not allow it. It's not going to happen. The deal, it might happen, that we might have a revived Iran nuclear deal, and reports are saying that Iran now wants to wait till Ibrahim Raisi, that brand new elected, quote unquote, Iranian president takes office next month in August. And that makes sense because now they're really negotiating from a hard line stance. And if the Biden White House at all costs is determined to re-enter that Iran nuclear deal, then it's going to be a pretty sweet deal for Iran. Because as we just laid out, it seems that no matter how bad and how dastardly Iran's behavior is, the Biden White House is still there and they're not going anywhere. And they're saying, please, 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 let's just do a deal. So let's keep an eye on this because in a good business negotiation, both sides get something, right? They get something out of the deal. The United States literally got nothing out of the Iran nuclear deal in 2015. There's not one thing I can name that we got other than, oh, we kicked the can down the road for a few years and just delayed the inevitable Iran breaking out and getting a bomb. Literally nothing. John Kerry, the foreign policy genius, I'm kidding, did not even put forward a demand to the Iranian regime uh, that its ballistic missile program be on the table in those talks that it's support for terror in the region beyond the table. Folks, can you imagine doing a negotiation with Iran and not demanding that they give up their sponsorship for Hezbollah and Hamas and the Houthis and the militias and all the rest? But no, that was not even on the table. And the ballistic missile program, which is probably the biggest ballistic missile program in the Middle East right now, including intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs for short, that can be mounted with a nuclear warhead. Hmm, I wonder why Iran would want that capability. Those intercontinental ballistic missiles are not for Israel. The Saudis are not even for Europe, ultimately. They are for the great Satan, in Iran's words, the United States. Folks, I encourage you to check out that entire live stream. It's in our archives here on YouTube, right under newscasts, Thursday, July 15th. We got into a variety of cutting edge topics, including these amazing archaeological discoveries taking place in Israel right now. Four major discoveries in the past week alone. Now, regarding Iran's nuclear program, a lot of people say, well, if Israel does take action and eliminate Iran's nuclear facilities, airstrikes, then it will spark a major regional war. Folks, there is a very good chance that could happen, but put yourself in Israel's shoes. If Israel acts now... Yes, it could be nasty in the short term for sure, but if Israel does not act and it allows Iran to acquire nuclear weapons, then Israel essentially would have no long-term future. We know that's not going to happen. We've read the book. We've read the back of the book. We know that Israel prevails, but if Israel waits and allows Iran to acquire nuclear weapons, which could help Iran, the Iranian regime, accomplish its goal of wiping Israel off the map, I would say that is a much more dangerous scenario and a much greater risk than hitting Iran's nuclear facilities. Neither scenario is very appealing, I know. And again, no one wants to see a war. But again, put yourself in Israel's shoes. How do you survive as a nation when another nation is vowing to destroy you and wipe you off the map and possesses the weapons 
to do just that, no, not to mention a variety of proxies on your borders. I encourage you again, in our archives, uh, Watchman newscast from April 21st. I encourage you folks to check that out. I give three reasons why Iran should never be permitted to acquire nuclear weapons. April 21st, right here under newscast in our archives. Check that out. By the way, if you love the Watchman newscast, you can also listen to us in podcast form uh, on iTunes and Spotify and other places. If you are driving in your car, you can't watch, you want to listen, you can check out the Watchman newscast podcast as well. Hey, thanks so much for joining us this week. I know that it is a nasty situation with Iran's nuclear program, but God Almighty still, yes, still, sits on the throne. He neither slumbers nor sleeps when it comes to his people and his land, so be encouraged. Yes, it is a nasty situation, but God is in control. Thanks so much for joining us today. Have a great weekend. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.